Alright, hello, Idiots on Parade, the 2 Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Uh, just finished a show. It was very nice. Um, I, uh, I, I had, there was a Marine in the audience, and we talked for a while after the show, and talked about things you and I have talked about in the past. I, I revisited, you know... Sex I, we, robots? What's that? Sex robots? No, no. <laughs> oh, fuck that conversation, man. I was talking sex robots today. But you're close. Actually, what we were talking... <coughs> oh, I made myself laugh so hard that I had to cough. Oh, that was a very good guess. Uh, no, we were talking about something else. Uh, watching uh, Afghani's uh, fuck goats was what we were oh, talking about. There you go. About. Well, that's the Afghan version of a sex robot. It's a goat. Uh, actually, it is. Very good call. So in a way, we were talking about it. No, I was just talking about the time I was... Because he, he brought it up. He said, oh, you haven't lived until you've seen this. I'm like, actually, to tell you the truth, I have. I was in Kandahar, and they took me up into the... What's it called? ComSat? Is that what it is? I don't know what it's... But, yeah. Yeah, but, they... Communications, yeah. whatever, and uh, they're they're you know, they like they're, to change the acronym for it every uh, five to six years. There's a guy who probably collects six figures a year to uh, make that shit up <laughs> and just change the the wording. Yeah, or the, they, the just, they just change the acronyms. It's like LGBTQ You know, like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That's way, uh, he, he. That's that's the job you get uh, after after you get out of the service. You get to you get to play around with uh, civilian acronyms. You know, nice. is it Kentucky Fried Chicken or KFC? I don't know. With... We gotta a- ask the ex-military guy who's in charge of all acronyms. Does that come with Bennies? Does that have good Bennies? Um, Bennies benefits. Um, no, I just remember telling him. Like, I think I've told you just the, the sheer fact of watching it, watching a thermal image of well, that that thing has four legs. And here comes this uh, thing with two legs walking up to it, and now the thing with two legs is fucking the thing with four legs. And just the way my brain processes it, which is like, well, I, I guess that's what I'm watching now. You know, just like literally, that's it. It's just that this is what I'm looking at. To be fair, I heard that it wasn't actually an Afghan in that video. That one was Kevin Spacey, and the goat did get a good uh, theater gig out of it. <laughs> and a settlement later. I, uh, <clears throat> damn it, this cough. I had, I had an interesting show last night. Uh, I'll tell you about it very quickly, because you might like it. Uh, there's a long version of the story, but I won't tell that because it just gets too long. The short version is three women at a table, one older, two younger, the older woman, drunk, belligerent, she gets thrown out. Uh, this was at a casino in a side room at a casino. So she gets thrown out, and the two, uh, two other women just stay there and watch. Uh, a little while later, security comes back, and I'm sort of going, well, what's security doing here? The, the show is going great. And then they walk into the room. Apparently the older woman, uh, not old, but, you know, like in her late 40s, early 50s, um, sure. she snuck back in. They, they, they threw her out one door. There you and go. She walked around and came back in and hid in the back of the room. So they threw her out a second time. So uh, the way I found out about it is because I can't see. I've got the stage lights on me. And uh, I just know that I, I see security and they walk in. I'm like, I wonder what they're doing here. And then one of the two young women at the front that had stayed, uh, she just goes, oh, shit, she snuck back in. And then I started laughing and the audience had a good laugh. So the lady. I like the idea of that lady's daughter, you know, like the, the lady's a drunk and she's been in casinos her whole life. But she 
She taught her daughter how to count cards. It was the one good thing she ever did for her. And now that daughter is also sneaking into the casino in, in disguises, like in that movie 21. Good, Another good Kevin Spacey movie. But... Um, uh, now she's at the casino in 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 disguise. You know what I mean? Just watching her mom drunkenly getting kicked out of comedy shows, and she's like, "God damn it, mom! You're embarrassing me while I'm cheating at cards." Son of a bitch. Well, that was the punchline of the story that you jumped on, actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because that oh, was dude, the do fun it, part. do it your way. Let's see if it's funnier. Well, it, 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 the the. Because the funny thing is, is the old, the the woman in her fifties got kicked out a second time, and then the two women again stayed. But then one of them started texting and just texting, 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 texting for like twenty minutes. She's texting, but I'm ignoring her because you know the show is going fine, and there's no reason for me to pick on one woman in the front texting like just let her text whatever. I don't care. But then she and she taps the other woman on the shoulder. And uh, says, hey, we got to go. And well, that I have to acknowledge because they so I go, oh, do you got to poop? And that's when she said, no, my mom's been texting me. She's mad because she's out in the parking lot and we stayed in the comedy show. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. Like, I wow, didn't know dude. it was her daughter. How, how, like, how much of a drunk degenerate are you to where, like, you get kicked out of a show and your own daughter just, just stays there. there like yeah eh, fuck it she does what she always does i'm still gonna enjoy the show like you can tell that is that is not her first time getting kicked out of an event that she was at her daughter with that is not that is not the fourth time that has happened that has happened so many times that the daughter's like eh fuck it <laughs> i'm staying and that's why i thought it was so funny because the way the daughter and the friend who i didn't know was a daughter at the time reacted I just figured that, you know, like, uh, it's three women, whatever, one is a little older and drunk, and I, because generally, when you do, a, when you play at a casino, you're playing to people that are at the casino in the hotel room, but this one, they were actually uh, local citizens, they were of the public, and uh, when the mom got thrown out, that's probably why she got thrown out, if she had been staying at the hotel, security would have said, hey, uh, ma'am, you're drunk, why don't you just go hang out on the gaming floor, um, but they threw right. her out, and then, as I said, she snuck back. But that, like you said, you called it exactly. I mean, for the daughter to just be like, whatever, and then for 20 minutes to, to look at her phone and text back like, Mom, I'm enjoying the comedy show. Just deal with it. Just sober up in the parking lot. <laughs> whatever she was texting. It's like she just did not care. And what I mean, the instant she said, no, my mom's texting me, I lost it. It was so funny because I, I, like, I had no clue it was the daughter. And this is an audience member at a, at a casino, too, which means chances are she's not coming out to see you because she knows who you are. Like, she's she's just there at the casino and was like, meh, there's a comedy show. I guess I'll see whatever comics in there. So she's not even that vested in this comedy show. No it's not like she's like, oh, Timbal's back in town. I've been waiting to see him. And so uh, I, I, I want to go with my mom who drunkenly got kicked out. But I really want to hear Timbal's. No, she could give a fuck. She was texting the whole time. And it's just like, I kind of want to see this comedy <laughs> exactly. show. But I really don't give a fuck that my mom is out in the parking lot right now. So I'm going to weigh those two things against each other. Yeah, I'm sitting in this show that I barely give a rat's ass about. <laughs> that is going to be my favorite line for a long time. Yeah, I kind of want to see the comedian, but I really don't want to deal with my mom. That oh, is yeah, the best man. Line. Like, I've, I've never been any i've i've been in places where friends of mine have gotten kicked out of stuff you know and i i most of the time i'm on the side of whoever kicked him out you know unless i'm that <laughs> drunk too and we're getting kicked out together and we're 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 very much a team in this uh yeah most of the time 
Like I've never I've never been sober or or not wasted and seen someone kicked out of something and been like, oh yeah, they 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 totally were 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 in the right, my friend. No, they've they've been in the wrong. That being said, I went with them. You know what I mean? Like I I never <laughs> yeah. was just like. Oh yeah, hey, I guess I'll meet up with you later. <laughs> I mean, even even if I'm uh, apologizing profusely to the staff on the way out, like I'm going with them. I'm not just like leaving my friend because if they're drunk enough to get kicked out of the comedy show, who knows what the fuck they're doing outside? You know, they could be if they're drunk enough to get kicked out of a comedy show. They're also very much drunk enough to get arrested for fucking anything outside. So that yeah, is a very I, good I, point. I, w- I would go with him. The fact that she was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. My I, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm staying here. That means that mom has done this so many times that the daughter just does not give a fuck. Nope. And I like what you said because it's true. This is one of the really bad things about casino comedy shows is very, very, very rarely do they charge you to get into them. So, so like you said, nobody has any investment in the show. It's just wander in and sit down. Because you're tired right. of losing money. And that that's why the casino has it, because they want to be able to advertise, hey, we've got entertainment. But they don't give a fuck about the entertainment for the most right. part. They, they they actually tell you comedy shows at casinos are usually like, hey, keep it to an hour so they can get back out on the gaming floor or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't want you going over it, man. I no. mean, they, you know, whereas a comedy club, they're like, yeah, if you, you, this is the last show of the night, fucking... Go crazy, you know what I mean? Well, like I, we got told that tonight. Tonight it was like, hey, we got nothing after comedy, so if you're having fun with them, just do whatever you yeah. want. And so I was, oh, I, was cool. I was supposed to be 45. I think I did just under an hour or right around an hour. But either way, it's that. They, they don't care. But at the casino, it's like, look, you're getting paid either way. Just fucking do your time and, and you know, go back to your room. Yeah. So. So anyway, Jake, what do you want to talk about this week? Should we talk about the the caravan? That I think uh, is a topic for discussion. You got anything you want to talk about? I got some thoughts on the caravan. If you don't, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I definitely, I, I, I hope they're able to. Uh, I, I hope they're able to make it. You know what I mean? Because they, I mean, for the most part, I mean, it's just people trying to fucking make a, a better life for themselves. And you know, and and, and that being said, I, I do get a little bit of the rights concerned in that like hey we we we'd kind of like to vet people and we kind of you know it's it's just that when you start just demonizing people who are are trying to make a better life for themselves that's that that's where i really sign off of the uh um the the anti illegal immigration side you know i, I mean and i i'm not one of those people that that thinks that having secure borders makes you some kind of fucking racist you know what i mean that that, that advocating for that yeah yeah you, you should want to check some id before somebody comes in you know i mean that's just like belgium is not racist against me that being said if i fly there tomorrow they're gonna want to see some id so that it's just that the argument has gotten so polarized since trump and the wall thing and that that the initial comment that he made about uh, mexicans being rapists and murderers and all that kind of thing or you know they're sending us their their rapists and murderers and stuff like that um it's it's gotten so polarized to where it's like oh no if if you say anything in the anything regarding secure borders or any of that yeah, you're you're some kind of bigot because you're either on this side or that side in 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 everything or nothing and and so that's it seems like that's where the argument's been um they have kind of i i, I guess they they've been trying to get them to apply for um um uh, what is it refugee status 
and and they haven't been like I I don't know why that's been an issue. Um, so I I kind of see that side of it too. That being said, yeah, I I think they're making way too much of a of a fuss about these people coming here, man. Well, we know they are for one big reason. This happened in April. This is the second caravan for to 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 head this way, and I heard a great quote i can't attribute it to the the origin of it because i can't think i can't remember who said it but we don't i'm I'm all for border security and we do have a process in in uh in place um but we are we don't need a border wall because we have one it's called mexico and just yeah the thing these people are a thousand miles away and the the april caravan that trump was crowing about and yelling and screaming that just dissipated it dissolved like i like maybe one in three or one in five come to the american border and then it's not like a huge he's sending the troops down there and making a show that's for dumb people because they're not here to red rover the border they actively are saying we're going to march to the american border and then apply for asylum that's how all the when, when the child separation thing and putting kids in cages, that's how that happened. It's not like we were running around the country grabbing kids and putting them in cages. People showed right. up at the border and said, we would like to apply for asylum. And we said, OK, kids to the left, adults to the right. And it was horrible. But I'm saying that we have border security in place. I'm not saying that we need less. I'm not. And that that's another thing I wanted to talk about is. I've had uh, some very dumb friends of mine recently posting old clips of Obama talking about border security, and I guess there's one of Dianne Feinstein, or maybe uh, I think it's Dianne Feinstein. But either way, and 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 the, the my friend that posted the Obama video is like, "Ooh, what happened to Democrats? I thought Democrats were all about whatever." When, when they used to be tough on on immigration, and it's like they still are. Obama deported Hispanics. Like nobody's business. It just right. Wasn't uh, big he news. more more people were deported underneath Obama than any other president. Exactly. And the only thing that's changed is that now people are listening to an orange shit gibbon saying Democrats want open borders. Democrats have never wanted open borders. So when they post these old videos for Democrats saying, "Well, why did Democrats used to be good on security and now they're just pussies?" They're not pussies. You just listen to an asshole and believe what you're told, and that's right. kind of frustrating because. Like you just said, Obama deported more Latinos than any other president. We do not. I'm not a Democrat, but I'm saying Democrats. Everyone seems to think that border security is a good idea. It's just that really stupid people listen to the orange shit given say that Democrats want open borders and we need to send five or now 15,000 troops to just what I stand there. I have no idea. These are not people that are showing up to you know, suicide bomb their way across the border or they don't have guns, they're not going to shoot their way across. They literally want to go to a, a station and say, I, I, MS-13 is ruling my country, I would like political asylum. And whether or not they get it, it's just a long, drawn-out, fucked-up system. I think that's... I think, I think the paperwork is probably uh, a better deterrent than the border wall, to tell you the truth. Right, yeah. I mean, it's it's not... It's it's tough to become a citizen. It takes a long time, you know. Um, I I think that if 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 you want more legal immigration and less illegal immigration, yeah, you, you have to make that process easier and quicker. Uh, I mean, it conservatives seem to have the same 
type of idealistic viewpoint on illegal immigration that liberals do with guns, where they're just sort of like, well, well let's just deport all the illegals. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, you have a massive thriving country right next to a bunch of countries that aren't. You know what I mean? So, like, those those people are going to be coming here. The question is, is how how are you going to treat them and how are you going to deal with it? I, I think you should treat those people well. You know what I mean? I think you should uh, make the requirements reasonable um this this whole we're going to deport everybody well no you're not just like uh well we'll just put a ban on assault rifles it's like there's there's millions of them (laughs) they're in the why why don't we just do what australia did okay yeah um they rounded up their 25 guns that they had (laughs) yeah yeah they 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 did not they did not have the massive landscape that we do just filled with these fucking guns man so it's not it's not as simple you know and oh, i thought and, you meant for immigration why don't we just become a, a continent in the middle of an ocean so that the mexicans can't walk here i thought that's what you meant oh yeah that let's try that idea. that hasn't been done i i say what we need to do is we need to start fracking right on the border of mexico and cause earthquakes and and get that whole thing to break off we need to get uh, the the plate tectonics to shift to where Mexico breaks off of Texas and the Gulf runs into the ocean and um, we're on our own continent with Canada, you know. And, and if those if those Canadians piss us off too bad, we're gonna have to do a lot of fracking across the uh, the, the the top part there and uh, just, just completely o- break away. I think the only way Canada is gonna piss us off is if they put up border security and start denying us entry because now that they have legal pot i mean everybody i know in vermont and maine is like fuck yeah i'm taking a day trip across the border like once- dude they got they got legal weed and then while you're stoned they have really good maple syrup and and poutine and then once you get diabetes and your feet got to get cut off you can get that done for free <laughs> with their healthcare system it's it's fucking perfect up there and you can put the maple syrup on the poutine yeah it's just that it's too goddamn cold, so I'm not going. Yeah. I listened to a really interesting podcast earlier about uh, Newt Gingrich's right-hand man or one of his friends, and uh, it was literally about um, wedge issues, issues that don't affect anyone pretty much in any way, shape, or form. Not anyone. They don't affect the general population, but sure. Uh, the, like in the 90s, what he was saying with Newt Gingrich is – they started talking abortion, 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 and gay marriage, gay marriage, gay marriage, and they got Clinton to sign the Defense of Marriage Act because it got people stirred up. And the com- yeah. they said, "Can do you make a comparison between that and today with immigration?" And the guy said, "Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, they I I listened to two separate podcasts. One was just a news report, and it was on Duluth, Minnesota, and how that has been a reliably Democrat-leaning voting sector of Minnesota, and now it's in play." And they interviewed people who were worried about immigration. And the newscaster was like, you, you look around Duluth and it's all white people. You, you don't really have say, any they're, they're, their illegal immigration is coming from Canada. What are they talking about? Well, but they were worried about Mexicans. And he's like, they're coming over here with their colors. Like, you love, you love, you live at the furthest point from the, from the Mexican yeah. immigration that you say you fear. It's and it's like, and that's what this is. It's a wedge issue. It just gets people talking about nothing. It doesn't you know, affect the economy. If anything, it makes it better because they, they, they pay into taxes, they pay into social security and they don't take it out. They do right. the migrant. I, today at the gas station, uh, there were two Latinos 
uh, blacktopping a certain area. I got out of my car and was hit by the smell going, and I went, oh my God, that's, you know, the raw blacktop being ground up and, and spread out. And, and they were just doing it and talking. I'm like, I couldn't do that all day. Like, I hate to say it, but you talk about the, the immigrants that come in and they're like, they're taking our jobs. They're taking the jobs that, that Americans now think they're better mm, than. Or yes don't and want. no. That's, that's sort of a one-sided way to look at it. There, there are certain industries that, um, you, you know, it, it, there, construction, there, sure. Construction, construction in driving in certain areas, you know, like there's uh, factories, you know, that's a big one. Yeah, meat um, Meatpacking and pork and chickens in Iowa right. for one. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and people that, that just sort of go that, oh, these, these dumb rednecks are just bitching about nothing because they're only taking fruit picking jobs. It's like, no, no, they're not. I mean, that's, that's a sort of view from people that live in, in the cities on the coast where they're all, they're, you know, they're, they're all doing tech jobs and shit. And so it's like, well, yeah, they're, you're not worried about it because you're not a trucker and you're not a construction guy. You, you know, uh, you, you don't work in a factory and people sort of have this, uh, um, sort of a narrow, simplistic view of it where they go, well, if, you know, if one factory closes down, you know, or, you know, because it, it moves out of the country or, you know, people, illegal immigrants take, just get a job in another factory. It's like, okay, but if you've been working for 15 years at one factory, your benefits, your raises, for the most part, unless you get really lucky, that's not going to transfer over into another factory, even if well, it is in that same field. where is that other factory? I mean, that's the thing is right with America if, today. If say, you're lucky enough to even get that other factory, right. yep. you're starting at the ground level when you've been in it like 50. It's not like a fucking tech job where, you know, you it's it's pretty much lateral moves and forward when you switch companies. Uh, it's it's very much starting over with with most like um, like blue collar jobs, which is why it's funny um, not to harp on the last election, but um that being said, I'm not going to – and I get when people bitch about that on the right. Sorry, yeah, real quick. I just want to um, – when, but when people demonize the guy who's like making $4 an hour <laughs> doing back-breaking work, it's like, really? That's the guy who's raking it in, you know, and, exactly. and, and taking advantage of the system. That's that's the guy? Not the guy hiring? <laughs> if anybody get mad at the guy fucking hiring him who, who didn't want to pay your union rates – because you know he's tired of paying for for medical, and he basically wants to give people unlivable wages and shit. Well, and that goes to what I was just about to say when it comes to West Virginia and coal country. Is they they I listened to a, a series of podcasts where the coal workers even admitted they're like, oh yeah, coal's not coming back. We know that, but you know Trump says it is going to, so why not vote for him anyway? And they know that the coal industry is doing what you just said. The, the, the owners that are rich are mechanizing and or, you know, lowering wages or hiring fewer people. And uh, but, they, but Hillary Clinton said, we will retrain you. And instead of, you know, voting for someone that said, we'll retrain you, they just said, no, we're going to play this uh, losing game of smaller, fewer, lesser jobs. And uh, like you say, they, they start over. And once a coal mine's done, it's done and there's nothing left to do. And yet they shoot themselves in the foot by not voting for the person that says, we will retrain you and try and bring a different industry in. They, they're desperately grabbing at the dying industry for some reason. Right. And, and, but that's, that's tough to do. And that's, that's very idealistic and everything too and so it, you basically what you have with with a situation like that is you have these certain industries that are that are going away or at least at least dr dramatically reducing in the number of people they hire you know and you have one party 
that gives them lies and you have the other another party that gives them nothing that gives them silence that doesn't even campaign there for the most part you know and it, that just gives them this idealistic well, why don't you dumb fuckers just work for google google ain't out here <laughs> you know and and it's like what do you okay cool i'm gonna put in an application in california uh with my with my fucking you know uh coal mining resume and what do you that doesn't make sense, you know, and it's, and it's very, I, they, they give them very little in terms of, um, hope for, uh, you know, basically either keeping their industry going or replacing it. Um, and then, and then you have this other party that panders to them. And, and look, I think that's, that's what the Democrats need to do is they need to, well, but uh, they, they kind of did. Hillary did go in and say, we will retrain you. She, she said, we need different industries here. And she, but the problem is they took a quote of hers out of context, and she even admits that it was a bad – she said, coal is dying. Let's retrain you with new industries, and all they heard was coal is dying. So, well, Right, I, but let's retrain you with new industry. It, it's, it's always vague. It's always – yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll get something. It's, it's not like concrete plant. They, they, they just loosely throw that out. They don't, they don't fucking have like a – oh – I'm I'm putting a shoe factory here. You you, you never hear <laughs> details about it. You always right. just hear, I, hey, um, don't vote for that other guy who's telling you he's going to save your jobs. Otherwise, you're a racist. <laughs> it's like, no, I, I fucking want my job, you know? And that's what they, they hit on as opposed to, hey, let me actually give you a little more detailed version let, let me actually get a plan going as opposed to just a, a fucking campaign line that's i'm sorry but hey i'm i'm going to do uh, let's just get new industries in there that 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 is only a campaign line unless you actually have a plan in place unless you have specifics like hey i have this windmill farm that uh, you know i have found a company that will come up here and build this shit you know that is a good point you 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 make a good point that i cannot argue against but that's that's what I think the Democrats need to do in, the, in 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 this upcoming election is they need to they they need to go to those areas and actually campaign to those people based on what their grievances are, um, because that you know I I fill in every now and then on the boards on on Breitbart um, and they the stuff that they are are constantly complaining about is not the stuff that liberals think it is, you know? Um, if you listen to the Progress Channel, when they talk about the conservative voter, they all think, oh, well, they they clearly, um, they, they they just, they're afraid of minorities and women and gay people, and that's, that's the only reason they vote the way they do. Whereas, that's not what they're calling up and yelling about. They're calling up and yelling about um, taxes and jobs and the economy and... and trading things like that you know and it's and now there is an element that they're that they're right about that's over there but to act like that's the majority of the voters on that side it's just fucking untrue well and you you bring up a good point about uh i'm i'm, I'm this makes sense in my head but i'm going sort of sideways with it you talk about listening to the other side you say the left thinks the right is complaining about this but they're not really complaining about it no. um did you happen to see a real time with Bill Maher uh, with Anthony Scaramucci? I did not see that one. Okay, I listened to the podcast. I didn't see it. I always listen to the podcast. I've probably said that on here. But uh, Bill Maher, who I, I you know I listen to him every time. I th- I think it's a great show. I love it. But he got a little just 
It was frustrating. Scaramucci was saying, do you want to know how to beat Trump in 2020? Listen to me. And Bill was like, yes, tell me. And he's like, okay, you know that Trump lies. I'm here to tell you that it doesn't matter to his supporters. And then Bill got stuck on, well, why doesn't it matter? We have to call him out. And Anthony's like, and Anthony kept saying, look, it doesn't matter to his supporters that he's lying. I'm here to tell you what, and then Bill would just interrupt him and go, but we have to call him out when he lies. And Anthony would repeat, you, you can call him out, but what good does it do? If his supporters don't care that he's lying, then what do, good does it do to call him out? And again, Bill would say, but we have to call him. And it went nowhere. It just went nowhere. Sure. And I was, it was really frustrating to listen to because I wanted to hear Anthony Scaramucci say, look, since it doesn't matter if you call him out on his lies— this is what you need to do or right. this and, and and so we never I never got that answer. I never got to hear Anthony Scaramucci spell out because Bill kept interrupting him and saying we need to call him out on his lies and it, it was it was really incredibly frustrating because I wanted to hear what what, what the scoop with the Scaramucci had to say mooch what the, whatever his nickname was. It would have been interesting because I've read an article that stated that that said Trump supporters don't care that he lies and so there needs to be an end around. Well, because they view be him as like lying for them on their right. behalf for some reason. They they view it the same way as a football fan views it when when their their team right when a guy holds a guy way. and gets away with it and they score a touchdown. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it, they they just don't give a fuck. Exactly. But I I I think yeah you you obviously you still do have to call him out. For, for lying like that's what you have to do for for, but, for your base but there's no reason to get worked up over it i think the thing is you right. just say that's a lie you just keep pointing it out but i think it yeah. becomes what i think he knows this i think trump knows that when he says hey if they throw rocks we're going to be able to shoot at them everybody on the left is going to lose their fucking mind and scream about it and then he moves on to his next lie and i think the left has to stop fucking losing their mind and screaming about everything call him out but stop you know focus on what needs to be focused on but you, right, you, you, you got to get your percent. people to show up to the fucking polls, man. That's exactly. that's what happened last time. Is they the, the left didn't show up? Less people voted for Donald Trump in swing states than, than than voted for Mitt Romney the election before. I mean, it's it's just you know it was record low turnouts on both sides, and and when it's when it's a low turnout, it usually goes right in in elections because like. The, the conservative base votes, man. I mean, they whereas the 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 liberal base is is a little bit more shaky on that. The liberal base will kind of get discouraged and decide, fuck it, it's all rigged, it's all you know run by corporations and the Illuminati and <laughs> Rupert Murdoch and uh, you know who who knows, right? So well, that brings me to an article I sent you. Did you read it? Um, I, I did. I kind of skimmed through it. Basically, the, it was all those people giving reasons that they're not voting. Why they probably won't vote in the midterm election. I and read I'm, all their reasons, and none of their reasons were the actual reasons, which is just because I'm a lazy sack of shit. Everybody who claims they're not voting will always justify it with some kind of bullshit. And it's like, no, just admit that oh, you're too goddamn lazy to vote. I disagree. I think some of these are honest. I think a lot of them are honest. And some that's of them, so yeah, but I, most most well, of the people really I like don't vote because they're too goddamn lazy. Is uh, the, the, One of them right off the bat says... I wore my Hillary Clinton T-shirt all day, and I was so devastated that now I'm just pessimistic. And what's the point of voting? Oh, your your candidate didn't win, so you're you're not gonna you know vote. Fuck you. And then others are saying it's too confusing. And one guy said, "Why can't I just vote online?" 
You know, it's it, I. We chase these millennial votes, and not millennial. I take that back. Every election, every election since the dawn of time, they say we need to get the young people voting. We get to need the young. Fuck the young people. We get what we deserve. If they're just gonna sit home and whine and complain and bitch, fuck. It's so fucking annoying. Annoying. Right. Yeah. And and I, I have ADHD, and it makes it hard for me to do certain tasks where the payoff is far off in the future or abstract. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, and I've I've been hearing this since the last election. I I haven't been hearing a ton of it because it's stupid, but I've been hearing more of it than I should. Uh, there's oh, we should just be able to vote online. Yeah, it's like yeah, oh, should, okay. Yeah, like do, do you really? This now one look, of the kids I, said it in here. Uh, voting on Instagram, you're right. But like, even I, I think there is a secure way to do things. The problem is. We, when you when you do that, you open yourself up for conspiracy theories from the side that lost. You know, it. I think you can do it without it getting hacked. Do I think it's likely that you could do it? Well, I mean, now there's the, always the, hackers the, and the, shit. The ballot but, boxes, the the computer. If they can hack the the balloting system, why couldn't they hack it online? Fuck it. If it can already happen, how much worse could it be? Right. right. And and you know, if if they did actually make it to where we're voting online, I. I would like to think anyway that they would really, I mean, they, they, they would get Zuckerberg and they would get, you, you know, the people running Apple and shit to like really like lock it down. Give us yeah. the best shit you can. That being said, um, it'll never be secure enough uh, for public confidence. Perception. You know what I'm saying? Once yeah. their side loses, because I guarantee you, if you voted online, even if it was the most secure system and you could somehow keep this thing from getting hacked, you would still have people um, on both sides, no matter who, like if, if their side loses, you know, you would have these people claiming this, oh, it's, it was hacked by the Russians or, right. I mean, look at how much the left is bitching about Russia right now. And I'm, I'm not saying that a lot of it's not valid. But I'm just saying, like, no, you, you lost because you didn't fucking vote. That's what happened. Like, you didn't show up. You can blame it on Russian memes if you want to, but that's that's not the main thing that, that kept people from showing up is fucking crazy memes created by fake Facebook profiles. Like, that's just... It's 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 not. <laughs> they didn't they didn't have confidence in the fucking candidate you put up there, and they didn't show up to the polls. Find somebody who they have confidence in, and 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 can get behind, and they'll fucking show up next time, or you know, or they won't. They'll just sit and bitch like the people in this article. But at, at that point, hey, that means your site sucks. You know, you made me think of uh, a minute ago talking about getting uh, Zuckerberg and the guys from Apple. That's what happened with the the with Obamacare, with the ACA, with the the web with the healthcare exchanges. If you remember, that was released, and they were a fucking disaster because they just sucked. Right. And over the course of two weeks. All the best programmers, like Silicon Valley, volunteered to work for Obama, and they banged it out and put up a killer website that was great. They went in and went, wow, um, I know it's not nice to make fun of the government, but yeah, you government workers suck, and your website <laughs> sucks. And and they literally, the best people from all the best companies volunteered and made a great ACA website, but it took the second try. I think there there's a good movie to be made about that if um if if we just get to make a little adjustment there instead of the apple people it's the people that run like uh like like you porn and stuff like that and <laughs> and they're just like dude that's not how you no we get way more clicks than you guys let me let me, let me organize this for you you know and 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 the porn guys come in and they and they completely save obamacare well let's uh 
I, I sent you three stories. Let's let's uh, move on to lighter stuff and and start wrapping it up. Um, we can hit all three stories just because they're they're light and they're funny. Um, this was from Bloomberg Business Week. I thought it was amusing. Crashed te- crash test dummies are getting fatter because we are too. So. Yeah, as they make cars and as Americans get fatter, they are making crash test dummies to be more representative of the American obesity problem. And I thought that was just, I, I don't even know what to say about it other than it's, it's amusing and sad at the same time. See, the old-timey ones, they all look like R2-D2. Now they look like Steve Bannon. Every single crash test well, dummy. <laughs> Model after Steve Bannon. They can cost as much as $1 million a piece. I did not know that. That's insane. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. This one I thought was funny. Ooh, the porn people can help there. I hope the sex robot people step in and they're like, no, nah, let me let me show you how to make a realistic person. You know what I mean? For this crash. And and, <laughs> and, and that way we can get uh, better test results and stuff. Yes. All right. This was a fun one. This dummy doesn't even moan when it gets in an accident. Let me let me let me throw in this moan track here. Drunk white. JetBlue passenger slammed to the ground, pepper sprayed, and screams, where is the NAACP as his eight-year-old child watches? So this guy was drunk and disorderly on an airplane, and they had to get uh, security in. And as a white male, he started demanding representation from the NAACP. Whoa, I can't hear you, man. You're breaking up there. Oh, well. All right. All right. You're back. There we go. uh, Am I back yet? Am I back yet? Yep. Yep. I can hear you. Yeah, so did you hear the it was the article I sent you that a white guy got drunk on JetBlue and screamed about wondering why the NAACP wasn't there representing him? I mean, in that moment, much less overall that the NAACP should be should be helping a drunk white guy uh, in any way, shape, or form. I, I hope that he is the husband of the lady that got kicked out of your comedy show. And that son <laughs> is is the younger brother of, of that lady who stayed. And he, just like his sister, was like, nah, me and sis talked about this. I'm staying on this flight, man. I'm going I'm, to Disneyland. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to- I'm going to check myself into the hotel room and fuck you, Dad. You do this every time. You get drunk, you get kicked off the plane, and you scream about how you're an oppressed white male. Get out of here, Dad. You annoy me. I will say that you could, you could totally tell how, how biased that, that journalism is because, like, if there was a drunk, disorderly, black, Hispanic, any take your pick, you know, and, and, you're, you, and you put in the title, drunk black guy gets kicked off a plane, you know, like, you're, you're getting, yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're getting, getting called out. How racist? Why yeah. did you have to point out that he was black? <laughs> I, I think the only reason this guy got called out is because he screamed asking for the NAACP, so. All right, yeah, that was pretty story. fucking dumb. And this is a good one. I, I'm a horrible person. Shit like this should hurt my heart because it involves death. And uh, I, should, I should mourn the dead and I should feel bad for people's families. But I don't. I'm just going to say it. I don't. When I read a headline that says, Couple dies in Yosemite while apparently taking selfie. I, I, I just look at it and go, eh, good for them. And then I click on the article, and that's what they do. These these were idiots that would travel the country and take outrageous selfies so that they could get more Instagram followers and, and, and blog hits. And they finally took one too far and fell off a, uh, what, off a, off a mountain, off a cliff. And it's like, eh, it's a little good news to finish the day. 
You're dumb. I, I you disagree do with dumb, you. You die. I think they died for a noble cause. I do like when people take those crazy selfies on top of skyscrapers and shit. Uh, I feel I have inadvertently contributed to this death because I always click like on those things. <laughs> I'm an enabler. So you feel a little guilty. I, I oh, yeah. feel a little happy. Jake feels a little guilty. I think what we've learned is you're the better person, Jake. You are a better person than I am. You have a soul. You you have a soul. Uh, yeah, well, it depends on how you're looking at it. See, because you are also not liking those selfies. So if more people were like you, uh, then That's they'd true. be like, hey, I took this, uh, this, this selfie while dangling off the Empire State Building like King Kong. And it was um, completely ignored. It only got like seven likes. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just going to stand on, 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 on safe, normal ground and take the selfie there. Oh, how about that? Fifty. I'm 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 gonna stay safe in my selfies. No, me I enable. I'm like yeah, dangle, dangle, <laughs> like like heart. <laughs> well, I really like your interpretation of that. Well done, Jake. All right, that's what we got for you this week, kids. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, please share the podcast. Please say nice things about us. Please rate us highly and well-regardedly on Apple, on Stitcher, on anywhere you listen to us. If they have a place where they can, you know, where you can plop down five stars or however many stars, please rate us nicely. And thanks for tuning in. JakeVevera.com, NathanTimmel.com. Oh, and I do want to say before we sign off, real quick. um, uh, I know a lot of friends of mine who are normally very uh, against the death penalty, but I've been seeing posts since that that synagogue shooter uh, was in uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. He's probably going to get the death penalty, you know? And and they're saying, well, I'm normally against it, but I say fry that fucker, you know? I think anybody who thinks that the death penalty is worse than life in prison has has seen way too much Orange is the New Black and not nearly enough Oz. They shoved spoons up a guy's ass in Oz. You know what I'm saying? I would rather take the death penalty over 10 minutes of that. So I say instead of killing him, make him live. Put him in solitary confinement with nothing but a toilet, a sink, and a flat-screen TV behind plexiglass that plays nothing but Woody Allen movies and reruns of Seinfeld. After two weeks, he'll be banging on the door, banging for death, that anti-Semitic prick. Like, let me out of here. Kill me. I I don't get any of the references because I've never been to the Upper West Side. What the hell is Zabar's, you know? And he's going to be going nuts. That's what I think you should do with him. Jake's version of prison. All right, kids. Thanks for tuning in. Later. Later.